I'm Jake Thompson, and this is the Better Than Yesterday podcast. What's up? We're back. New week, new opportunity to be better than we were last week. I'm excited you're here. My name is Jake Thompson. I'm going to be your host at the Better Than Yesterday podcast. And today is going to be fun. I get to welcome in former NFL cornerback Terrence Wheatley, who now works with the Dallas Cowboys and heading up their camps at the Dallas Cowboys Academy. We get wrapped up with our identities locked into our sports and our performance. And inevitably, at some point in our life, we transition out of that. Whether you're an NFL player that eventually transitions out of playing, you're no longer in the league, uh, to someone that's a competitive CrossFit athlete that no longer has a chance at the games or regionals or their body just decides to tell them to retire Um, to each part of us having transitional periods from a career in life that we tend to wrap our identities around and so terrence and i talk a little bit about that um, about what that transition period was like so that he was able to step from one experience and, and point and chapter in his life of playing to this new chapter that he has now being able to really impact kids to pour positive leadership and skills and teach these guys, um, young kid boys and girls about football, about cheerleading, about life and what they can expect to learn and how you make that successful transition that each one of us will inevitably make at one or multiple points in our life. So there's a lot of depth to today's conversation. Um, I was really happy to get connected with Terrence, and I think you're going to be able to just glean so much information from him. Uh, and if, especially if you have kids, if you live in North Texas, if you want to visit North Texas, Terrence also shares a little bit about some of the awesome camps that they run throughout the summer. So without further ado, I am excited to welcome to the show Terrence Wheatley. Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of the Better Than Yesterday podcast. Terrence, how are you today? I'm doing wonderful. How are you doing? <laughs> Great, man. I appreciate you coming on. So tell us, before we kind of dive into to the meet and talking about camps and things like that, tell us a little bit about how you got to be the director of camps for the Dallas Cowboys Academy and, and working with the franchise. Yeah, so it was kind of a, kind of a crazy story. After... Um, after playing in the NFL for five years, I had this crazy idea that I was going to be a pro golfer. So I decided to do that for uh, for two years. Not really sure what I was thinking with uh, with that idea, but um, while I was in uh, Nashville at the time, uh, I get a phone call, um, and it was a, a company called Unity Sports, and they were partnering with Jerry to basically redo their their camp program. Um, and how they got my number, I have no idea. Uh, and I've learned since then to probably not ask why, <laughs> why they called me, how they called me. But, um, you know, I, I took the job and now I'm the director of everything, uh, in terms of youth sports. Um, you know, and I do a little bit with Cowboys fit and helping grow that brand. Uh, and the rest is pretty much history. So couldn't really tell you how I got the job, but uh, I definitely enjoy it. Now you're a you're a local guy, right? You were DFW Plano area growing up, is that right? That's correct. I went to uh, Plano East High School, graduated in 2003, 
Uh, after that, I, I took a scholarship over at the University of Colorado, played there for, for five years, and was lucky enough to get drafted in the second round uh, by the New England Patriots. Played there for a couple of years and then uh, spent some time in Jacksonville, Buffalo, and finally finished up in Tennessee. Okay, so a little bit uh, like coming home for the career after bouncing around some different places across the U.S. You still have family here? Yeah, you know, it's it's very nice. To, uh, yeah, it's, it's awesome. Uh, my, uh, my family's still here. My two brothers are still in Dallas. Uh, my parents are still in Dallas. They live in Allen. So they live uh, actually probably three miles from my house right now, which is uh, – <laughs> Yes, we just had a little baby girl, so that that's a good thing. They can come help out uh, pretty pretty easy. So, uh, you know, it's good to be home. Uh, you know, I still know a lot of the coaches in the area. Still have a lot of friends uh, friends in Dallas. So, it definitely definitely good to be back. That's awesome. So, uh, before we dive into the camps, tell me a little bit about the fit and and what you guys are doing up there. Obviously, there is so much going on in North Dallas at the star and, and what's being built all around there. So tell me what you guys are working on with that. Yeah. I mean, if, if you go up to the, to the facility, go up to the star in Frisco, I mean, it's just nonstop construction. I mean, we're, we're doing everything under the sun. Anything you can imagine is probably there. Um, so Cowboys fit is going to be the first, uh, first gym that is basically endorsed and branded, uh, by NFL team. And so, my uh, my role in that is really you know helping them hire former NFL players uh, on their staff as well as we're gonna have a football boot camp. So think of uh, like a CrossFit class, just geared more towards football, and that's just another way for us to to grow the game of football. And then you know just from a, a working out standpoint. You know, a lot of people don't want to go to the gym and pump iron for an hour, go on the treadmill for 30 minutes and, you know, just run into into nothing. Uh, so just another way to, to get people fit, but yet still grow uh, the game of football. And, uh, you know, I always say, hey, we're a football team. And so offering a class, a football class for, you know, or members uh, run by NFL players, I think uh, I think that makes it worthwhile i mean that that makes that makes us different makes us unique makes us uh, more authentic so Absolutely. i definitely look forward to uh, to rolling rolling that out here uh shortly that's awesome now will that be general public only or will you guys at some point be working with college players wanting to continue their training in the off season or possibly those prospects looking at that next step that you yourself took or is this just kind of a, a general public type training facility uh right now it's just general public but we've talked about trying to get into that space and really trying to train that elite athlete so don't be surprised if uh, if at some point we start doing that um we definitely have the guys that are qualified to do it now it's just a matter of figuring out some some things on the back end but uh like i said don't be surprised if we uh we don't start going down that path here here soon no, I mean it. It sounded just from the the overview of it sounds like a perfect fit with uh, guys that have experience playing and, and training and all that. So uh, very cool. So uh, the reason we got connected and, and I wanted to get you on the show today is to talk a little bit about uh, the camps and the kids you guys are working with throughout the summer and kind of where your heart is behind that. Um, you know, I had the opportunity to see some of the interviews you've done and, and some of the news about it, uh, of working with these kids, not only 
football skills, but some life skills. And so if, if you want to give us a quick overview of the camp um, and what y'all do throughout the summer or spring and summer, I should say, uh, then we'll just kind of dive into it. Yeah, definitely. So we, uh, we, we specialize in all different types of camps. So during the spring, you'll see us do more position-specific camps really meant for that middle school and high school athlete. Um, and that's because at that point, you've pretty much already figured out what position that, that you're going to play. Um, and then now it's just us trying to fine tune it and, and really just trying to find a way to get these kids to start thinking the game. Um, so I spent a lot of time in, during camp basically explaining to them the more that you transition and the more that you grow in this sport, you'll find that everybody is now all of a sudden bigger, stronger, faster. So that that gap between the really good player and the average player is now becoming a whole lot smaller. So what what makes, what makes the special players special? And they find a way to, to think the game all of a sudden the game moves a lot slower to them. Um, So we spend a lot of time, you know, going over X's and O's and techniques, but you know, we talk about pre-snap, what am I looking at and why, or if I'm playing a certain coverage, where are the strengths and the weaknesses within that coverage and where's my help? All these different things that when you get to college, you know, it, it goes so much faster. And, it, and I, I explain it to, to the kids. It has nothing to do with guys running four, three, four, two seconds in the 40. It's the amount of time between the play and when the snap takes place. You know, in high school, you know, it takes two minutes, takes forever. But when you get to college, all of a sudden, you know, it's 30 seconds and then you get in the pros, it goes so fast. Um, so being able to think the game is really what we focus on with them. And then when we get in the summer, you know, our three-day camps, those are really meant for second through eighth grade. Uh, we do a good job, I think, of really introducing the game uh, to these kids. A lot of kids don't know what position they're going to play. And, and in reality, they won't. So we want them to learn every position on the field. Um, you know, and, and really for them, some kids – they may be, you know, a little bit shorter or smaller or heavier or whatever. They've probably been told they'll never be a quarterback. Well, that's so discouraging uh, when it's a sport that you just got introduced to be like, well, you'll never be that. And I just don't believe in that. So I want them to experience everything. You know, I want them to kind of be a kicker and learn the ins and outs of that and be a receiver and be a quarterback. And then at the at the end of it, uh, the first two days are obviously pretty pretty intense instruction. But at the end of it, you know, it's still a game. So we go out and play flag football. Uh, we have the cheerleaders there actually alongside during our three day camp. So and they're actually taught by the current DCC squad, which is pretty cool. And we treat it like game day. You know, we have the cheerleaders run out and just like they do on uh, on Sundays. Here come the football players. We got the music blaring. We got them on the big screen. Uh, we want them to really enjoy the game as opposed to taking it so serious, especially at that age. Yeah. Um, you know, so just see, seeing the smiles on their faces and then seeing the parents getting so into it, you know, I basically tell them, like, look, we're going to do everything short of pyro on game day. <laughs> uh, we want we want this to be as real as possible. And obviously we don't do the pyro for obvious reasons, but, uh, you know, it's it's a it's a pretty pretty cool experience, especially to do it at AT and T Stadium uh, when that big screen is out there, and you know they see it for the first time. I'm like, yeah, that thing is 60, 60 yards long, so it's pretty cool. That's very cool. So I want to ask you about that, especially with the younger kids, because you're seeing more and more 
like kids focusing on one sport from like, you know, that first, second grade on and never doing anything else. Um, and I know you ran track and, and played football in high school. And um, did you play any other sports growing up? I'm sure you did. I, I, I played pretty much every sport. Uh, I, my first sport ever was baseball, played that. Uh, then from there, I went on to track and played basketball. Um, I tried soccer, wasn't very good at it. <laughs> I, I think that was the one sport that I, I pretty much sucked at. Um, but yeah, a lot of these kids just specialize in one sport. And I, I think parents these days need to realize that as much as that is a good thing, that is also a disservice to the kid because they don't get to work on other things um, that esports teaches you. I mean, you look at, you know, soccer as an example and the footwork required for that, you know, and how that can translate, you know, to the football field and me being a defensive back, you know, having, you know, very quick feet, being able to be efficient in and out of breaks. These are all things that, you know, a different sport could, could teach you. You know, I, I tell people all the time, um, you know, when I was playing baseball, as, as a perfect example, playing out in the outfield, if I can track a little white ball against a blue sky, <laughs> you know, from a couple hundred feet away, you know, tracking a football from a much shorter distance, not moving as fast, isn't that difficult. Um, you know, and then obviously from for track, you know, for me, you know, that's right. I got my speed from and That's what I was known for. Um, you know, so it's nice to be able to go out and see you know, these kids try different sports, try different positions. I mean, honestly, you're not going to know where you're going to end up until later on. I mean, for me, I didn't know anything really until I got to my junior, senior high school. And for me, I didn't even play corner until I got to college. I never played corner ever, but that's what they recruited me as. And that's why I ended up getting drafted as. Um, so we really want to have them come out, enjoy the game, enjoy every position, and see if they even like it. If you don't like it, you'll never be good at it. So we want to make sure that they have a good time when they're out there. Oh, I love that. I, and I think that's just that's so key for football to baseball to basketball and, and letting those kids experience those different sports because, I mean, it's it's very different, you know, learning the, even the teamwork dynamics of a sport like football where everybody's having to work together versus sometimes, you know, baseball, it's – a bunch of individuals, you know, on the offensive side, but, you know, defensively they're having to learn to communicate and work together. And so, um, you know, those are, I think, key pieces to just any athlete's growth. And as you can relate, and what I'll ask you next is what, what during your experience in the pros, especially going with working with multiple franchises, do you think has helped you excel in the position you're in now as camp director? Oh, absolutely, 100%. Uh, and I tell people that all the time. I mean, football is obviously a great sport, but it teaches you so much more. Um, for me, changing teams, you know, I tell people when you go from one team to another and learning the playbook is one thing. I mean, cover two is cover two no matter where you're at. It's the same cover two that you've been playing since you were 10 years old. But what they call it, uh, is something completely different. So when you go to a new team and you get a new playbook, the plays may look the same, but they're, it's, an, it's an entirely new language. And in, in the pros, unlike college or you know even in high school, you don't have you know a couple of weeks to figure it out. I mean, typically when you go to a new team, you have a matter of hours <laughs> to, to figure it out. And you got to go out there 
and they they'll talk to you in whatever terminology that that they've established for for those coverages. So um, being able to think on your feet, being able to uh, to solve problems without having a whole lot of knowledge or background knowledge is something that I, I deal with every day. I mean, if you look at you know just my history, I I I have never done anything remotely close to what I'm doing now ever. Um, so being put in this job, uh, with the level of responsibility that I have for a organization as, as big, uh, as the Cowboys, um, you know, being able to handle all that and handle the pressure, um, you know, football has taught me a lot and I use it every day being able to, to deal with certain things. I mean, I, I would have never thought in my life that I'd be doing what I'm doing now. Um, you know, but I, I deal with you know, client services events and negotiating contracts. I mean, things that I've, I've never prepared for in, in college. Um, but being able to think on my feet and being able to uh, communicate really well are all things that football taught me, and I, I use them every day. Oh, I love that. Let me ask you about that transition, too, because I know a lot of guys in not only football but a number of sports, when they leave that sport, they almost struggle with a little bit of an identity crisis because the, uh, their identity is so wrapped up in being a player in that sport that sometimes that transition to finding work that they're excelling at and they're finding some meaning and purpose and able to continue to serve and do great things, there's a little bit of a gap there uh, of kind of a struggle. And so I was curious from your standpoint or advice you may have for someone in a, any type of sport when they're competitive day essentially ends and, and those days end and they transition to the next phase of their life. How were you able to mentally prepare for that either prior to it, to it happening or during the process that allowed you to step into this new role with the company uh, and the Cowboys and start moving forward and, and aggressively building this camp and this look? I think for for all players, regardless of sports, I mean, everybody talks about football guys having a hard time, but I think everybody does. And part of that is because, you know, you're, you're idolized, you know, for so long and uh, people, people love you. And then all of a sudden you're not playing anymore and, and, and you're not, you're not as important. And, and a lot of guys take that uh, too literally. It's not that you're not important anymore. Um, you know, it, you're just transitioning to a different phase in your life. You may be important in a different way. Um, and that's the way that I looked at it. So, you know, for a lot of guys, I tell them like, Hey, look, take a step back. And as opposed to being upset that somebody's not asking for your autograph every, you know, five seconds, like we're used to, um, they may be asking you for advice or they may be asking you like for me and my job to do different things. Um, so you're still important. And, you know, I decided, when I retired to take on a new challenge to kind of get out of my little box and get out of my shell and challenge myself in a different way. Um, and a lot of guys are scared of that, but the sooner that you, you do that, the sooner that you go ahead and take that leap of faith, uh, the better it is for you. And for some guys, you know, I was lucky enough to where I, I had a, a, a good group of friends. Uh, my family was around to help me out, uh, through, through some hard times. Um, so making sure that you have your base around you is, is, is important because they'll always be there for you regardless of what's going on. 
but uh, don't be afraid to try try something new. Like I said, I would have I would have no clue, or would have had no clue, that I'd be doing what I'm doing now um, and being successful at it. Um, but you know, I took a leap of faith, and what I mean, honestly, what's the worst that's going to happen? I mean, you know, as an athlete, we're used to you know trying something and maybe not having it work, or or you know, especially for me being a corner. If I get beat on a go route for a touchdown, I mean, that happens. Same thing in life. You pick yourself up and you move on to the next one. So, you know, that's kind of how I approach taking this job. I understand there'll be some up and ups and downs, and there always is. But uh, at the end of the day, you know, I, I, I get I get back up. I go to work. And, uh, you know, I get to work with some pretty, pretty awesome people in the organization. And I get to work with a lot of former players uh, and hopefully helping them transition into uh, – into a role that they want. And then, you know, I do the work with uh, all the kids in the community that, that I grew up in. Uh, so it's not, it's not all bad. Uh, Terrence, and, and you even answered my next question about your, your mindset and just pursuing a betterment every day. I mean, obviously here at Better Than Yesterday, we're all about encouraging people to compete every day in every area of their lives. We're not going to win every day. But how do we build upon the days that we win? How do we rebound on the days that we lose? And, and your mindset that you just shared is uh, spot on for anyone listening to be able to take a piece of that and, and start applying to their life. For anyone that's listening that is interested now and is like, man, I, I have kids, I have a nephew, I have somebody that would be interested in going to the camps. Where can they find you guys online and, and learn more and get signed up? Absolutely. So if you go to... DallasCowboys.com slash academy, you will see everything that we do. Uh, you'll see all our one-day specialty camps for the high school, middle school kids. You'll see our three-day camps. You'll see all the uh, cheerleading uh, camps that we do. And the cheerleaders is, is a really cool, cool experience because, again, those are the current girls on the squad. Those, those, those are the girls you, you see on the, the Making the Team show. Um you know, and if you pay an extra uh, $40, you actually get a cheer alongside them at a preseason game. Um, so, again, I think I think we do a really excellent job of making it a true, authentic Cowboys experience on the football side, having former NFL players from from all walks of life. I mean, I got guys that have won Super Bowls. I got guys that are pro bowlers, all pros. You know, I got guys that have played three years. I got guys that have played like 16 years. And then having on the on the girls side, having the the current DCC cheerleaders, and then you're you're experiencing all of that inside the actual stadium where they they play. And then even you know at our new facility in Frisco, we have a lot of camps going on there, and seeing everything around that, and having the opportunity to have somebody like a, a Des Bryant walk out, you know, because they're always around, um, and just hang out with the kids. I mean that that is what we all envision for, for what we're doing. And that's what makes, I always, always tell people, I want these kids to have dreams and hopes and aspirations. And my job is to make that a reality for them. Uh, you know, so many times these kids get discouraged and they feel like they, they can't do something. And I'll never tell them they can't do something. I'll find a way to show them that, Hey, you know, take a step back and realize where you're at. You're getting taught by a guy who, won a Super Bowl a couple of years ago and you're standing, you know, on the star inside AT&T alongside current DCC cheerleaders in front of your parents. Um, 
Yeah, I mean, that is a once in a lifetime experience that I think everybody would, would enjoy. And I, I definitely enjoy it every day. Awesome, man. I love that. Thank you incredibly for your time this morning. Uh, we'll be linking to the camps. Uh, they're running camps all the way through August 6th through the 8th. Um, so we'll have the links on our website for anyone listening. Um, if you haven't written that down, go to the site, um, check it out, get your kid, your nephew, a friend's kid signed up, get them out there for a great summer experience. Terrence, thank you incredibly for joining today. Thank you for having me. It was a pleasure. If you guys need me back anytime, just let me know. I'd be happy to talk with you again. That's it for another episode of the Better Than Yesterday podcast. Thanks for joining us this week. I appreciate you as a listener. I appreciate each member of the Compete community, and I'm glad that you tuned in this week, and hopefully you found some value in what we shared and who we brought on and just all the types of content we're out sharing. So if you got feedback, like I said, shoot us a note directly to podcast at competeeveryday.com. Connect with us on social media. Say hi. Tell us you found the podcast. We love connecting with new members of the community. We want to welcome you. Uh, we want to find ways to connect you and equip you with ways that you can be better than yesterday. Have a great week. Don't forget, you can always tune into the show at betterthanyesterdaypodcast.com or we drop new episodes every Tuesday at 5 a.m. on iTunes. Thanks for tuning in.